You are so welcome. So we have a special treat once a month. Someone from our church uh, gets to share a story about God's faithfulness in their life. So we have Vitaly, one of our worship leaders, this morning, our brother Vitaly. He's going to come and share his story. And these are posted online. If you're ever looking for some encouragement and you want to know how God is working around you, go to YouTube, go to our channel. Uh, find This Is My Story. It's an amazing glory story. So we're really thankful to have Vitaly come and share this morning. Come on up. No pressure, right? It's going to be posted on YouTube for everyone to see. Wonderful. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, you will see me probably doing this a lot. It's literally 20 degrees hotter up here. Ooh, it's hot. Um, you know, as I was getting ready to share something out of my life, um, I was reminded that, you know, the Lord, when he talked to his disciples, he said, let your light shine before others in a way that when they see your good deeds, they glorify your Father in heaven. And I'm like, okay, I can say a lot of things this morning, but actually I don't want to say a couple things that are, that are bringing glory to God. Let's put it this way. The Lord has been very gracious to me. I just want to say it right away. You know, looking back, I can see how, you know, he led me all the way 26 years ago. I left Russia to come to America, and, uh, you know, I came with a few dollars in my pocket to a small Bible school in the middle of nowhere in Ohio, and uh, I literally didn't know where I was going after that, and so I kind of abandoned myself to God. I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm in a different country. You know, I can speak language a little bit. Will you please help me? And you know what? He led me. And the fact that I'm standing right in front of you today says only, says only one thing. God is faithful. Amen. You know, the Lord has been really gracious to me from my mother's womb. You see, my mother, she wanted to, oh, let, let's put it this way. She wanted to get rid of me. They already had four children, and so I was their fifth and she was 35, so she really didn't feel like they wanted to have another child. And they scheduled with the doctor to get me aborted. And, um, well, that morning when she went, I believe the Lord has a different plan. Okay? Because the very doctor that was supposed to perform the abortion says to my mom, Look, you're still young. You're only 35. You're healthy. Why don't you keep the baby? Like, I know it doesn't happen a lot, especially, you know, here in the United States. We know things are not as good, but it was back many years ago, and I guess people were still a little bit more considerate. And so mom decided to keep me, and I'm happy she did. When she became a Christian, uh, she confessed it to me. I didn't know it. Growing up, I didn't know anything, any of that. And she said, look, I need to talk to you. And she confessed it to me. She cried. I listened. And I remember thinking, it doesn't even, like, it, it wasn't bothering me. I was like, you know, the fact that I am alive, that's better than anything. You know, the fact that God spared my life and I became a Christian, 
and I have seen his goodness and glory. I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing. The Lord showed his mercy to me when he touched my life by his Holy Spirit when I was 24. You know, I still remember many years later that night when I went out for a walk. I was 24. I was young. I remember I was part of a rock band. And, uh, but realistically speaking, my life didn't have any direction at that time. And I remember I went for a walk, and it was one of those dark, cold, dark Russian winter nights. And the sky was heavy, these heavy clouds. It was kind of cold, and I felt really insignificant and really small. And I remember looking up saying, whoever you are, whoever is holding these clouds, whoever is holding this world, can you please help me? And several months later when I became a Christian, I was reminded of that. And I'm like, oh, my word, the Holy Spirit began his work right there and then. Because the Bible says you cannot call out to God unless what? The Spirit of God revives you. And I was reading uh, the story of Nicodemus when he came to Jesus. And he says, look, Jesus, we believe you are from God. And Jesus says, look, you need to be born again. And he goes, what? Can I go back to my mother's womb? He said, no, no, no. You need to be born again. And he, he says this to him. Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. And this is the part that gives me goosebumps, really. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Friends, many years later, I'm standing here. I still believe when I looked up in the sky and said, whoever you are, please help me. The Spirit of God was at work. And the reason I know that, that, that a couple months later, so I'm sitting at our rock club, you know, having a little party. Um, and a young guy, a musician, he was sitting next to me. We were talking about stuff and he turns to me and, and he says do you want to know about Jesus uh, with everything in me I wanted to say no but you know I, I felt almost numb I felt like something was holding me down and this young guy what I didn't know he had become a Christian maybe like a couple months prior to that so this young guy shares whatever he knows about Jesus. I'm sitting, and it's like a tunnel vision. I'm looking at him, and I, you know how somebody is saying something to you, you don't understand, but you feel something. You don't quite understand because it's like so much new information, something about Jesus. Jesus says, said this, Jesus said that. And I'm sitting, and all I could think was, something is happening to me. Something is really happening to me. So, he said, would you come to our church? I said, okay. So I came, and three Sundays later, I surrendered my, surrendered my life to Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. You know, friends, and, you know, I could tell you a lot of stories, but, you know, my time is short. My time is limited right now. So 
I'm going to leave you with the lyrics of one song. Every time I sing it, every word in this song speaks to my soul, literally. And I hope it will speak to yours. Let me read it to you. The song is called Goodness of God. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I'm able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. In darkest night, you're close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known, I've known you as a friend. I have lived in the goodness of God. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Let, let us never forget how good the Lord is to us. I hope that little story out of my life, you know, showing you how good the Lord is, how gracious He is, that He rescued somebody like me. He didn't allow me to be killed. He brought me to the States. He's shown me a lot of mercy and grace throughout my life. And I hope my bringing on the Lord will give you some inspiration as well. Amen. Thank you.